On this episode of Come Pray With Me, I interview Yasmeet Saeed from Hijabi Ballers. The Hijabi Ballers Project, based in the Greater Toronto area, is an organization that helps celebrate and support young Muslim women and girls in the athletics field. Yasmin will be sharing more about how the organization was founded, the current work that they do, and ways you can get involved in their mission. Welcome to the show. It's wonderful to have you as a guest today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We're excited to have you. So could you tell us a little bit about Hijabi Ballers and how it came to be? Yeah, so my name is Yasmin Saeed. I'm currently a program lead and public relations officer at Hijabi Ballers. Um, Hijabi Ballers was started in 2017 by Amreen Kadwa um, after she noticed that there was basically a lack of Muslim uh, representation, specifically amongst Muslim girls uh, in sport. So um, what's actually really interesting is that uh, Amreen herself is someone who actually played rugby. She's a rugby rugby player. Um, and after she had an injury that caused her to stop playing for a while, she kind of used that time as a reflection time, a period for which she kind of used to see other athletes and how they were able to play, but then at the same time, noticing the barriers that they had in sport. Um, and that kind of inspired her to create Hijabi Ballers, which was basically a way to create a comfortable space for girls of all ethnicities, all races, to kind of come together, bond over their shared passion for sports, but also encouraging them that they have a safe place to play. Um, and not just kind of being like, you have to have this certain skill level, or you have to be this type of athlete to play, but you can try something new if you want or if you are a competitive athlete you can use kind of this space to grow your skills and grow your relationships with others so i've been a part of hijabi ballers since 2018 um summer roughly of 2018 uh so yeah it's been it's been a while but i'm super grateful to be here well that's really cool uh so what are uh some of your favorite sports you like to play uh, so personally, I love to play basketball, soccer, and I swim. Uh, those were like three sp staple sports, I guess I could say, uh, because I've been playing those since I was like eight years old, roughly. So it's been a while. Um, and I recently actually started doing martial arts. Uh, so that's something that I definitely like initially was something I've always been interested in doing uh, because my parents actually have a history of doing martial arts, but it was something that I never like picked up. I just kind of stick to the traditional sports. Uh, but then recently I've kind of started doing Muay Thai. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of trying to dabble into everything um, and also have like experience playing some sports for a long time. So. That's super cool. That sounds like a lot of fun. I, I've always been interested in martial arts myself. Yeah. It's definitely something that I feel like, I feel like it's something that a little bit some people are intimidated by because they're like, oh, martial arts, like that sounds, you know, but honestly, like it's really, it's really nice because I feel like you also get a really good workout in, but at the same time, it teaches you a lot of, you know, defensive skills and just, it really opens your eyes and the way like your body itself and like movement associated with your body that often you wouldn't think your body could do. Um, and I think in some way too, compared to a lot of other sports 
it builds your confidence in yourself like in your bodily self um which i feel like a lot of sports like they build your self-confidence as an individual and as an athlete but martial arts has this like different twist where it kind of builds your confidence in yourself as a person but also in your physicality in your your body itself so yeah that's really cool. It definitely takes a lot of discipline to be able to do martial arts and do them well. I remember uh, being really impressed when I talked to uh, Shifu Shi Min Yang from the mm. uh, Shaolin Temple monks. So mm -hmm. I I'm always impressed by people who have a, a mastery of that. It's something that really takes a, a lot of, uh, I guess, being well-rounded all around, not just in your body, but also in your mind. That's true. Yeah, it's a very... It's actually really interesting that you say that because I remember um, like my coach instructor, he was telling us when I first started how martial, martial arts largely, largely has to do with your mind and the way you perceive what you're doing. Um, so it's like you said, it's a lot of mental strength because you have to push yourself. Like obviously you have to push yourself physically, but at the same time, in order to be able to push yourself physically, you need to have the mental strength to tell yourself like, I'm going to keep doing this. I have to push myself harder um and also it's this I think element of trusting yourself and trusting like the person that you're working with because a lot of the times you're doing a lot of like hand-to-hand -hand combat with other people so it's kind of being able to trust yourself and what you're doing but then also trusting them um so that you're actually able to like incorporate the skills that are there for the better right so That's definitely true. Could you tell us a little bit about some of the programs Hijabi Ballers offers? Yeah, so Hijabi Ballers um, basically has this drop-in basketball that occurs every um, Sunday. Uh, they actually had this program that was continuously going on for, for quite a while prior to COVID. Um, and then they recently relaunched it, um, I want to say a couple, like around the summertime. Um, and it's still currently going on where basically every Sunday morning, uh, they basically have a, a space, a basketball space in a mosque. And in that mosque, they basically utilize the court to encourage girls to come in and basically pay, play basketball every morning. Um, it's really interesting because I remember when I first attended this prior to COVID, um, it was really just a great way to kind of meet other women that I've seen around before, but then it was like almost now I had an excuse to kind of actually befriend them and get to know them because I've noticed that we had this shared passion for basketball. Um, and then it's also kind of interesting too because that's like the sports the sports realm of things uh, in terms of basketball. But then also uh, Hijabi Ballers has this Get Certified program, which was basically a program that was used to um, help like Muslim women in the community get certified um, in terms of either being like a fitness instructor, um, a coach related to their um, their sport of interest. Uh, so I actually have a friend who's basically now certified in being a soccer coach. I have a friend that is a certified fitness instructor. So it's kind of interesting too because a lot of times people they're just they, they're just into health right health and well-being they might not entirely be into just like sports in itself right they may be into like fitness kind of guarding you to live a healthier fuller life through maybe like lifestyle changes um and hijabi baller still offers people to kind of get that space where it's like you don't have to just be an athlete you don't have to just fit into this one box criteria um so it was really interesting too because it was broad enough for people to kind of come in learn the skills that they need to be certified in helping and teaching others in the community so they offer that 
Um, something else that was also interesting was that uh, annually, hijabi ballers used to have their sports uh, tournament, which essentially was this big soccer, uh, not soccer, sorry, but it was a big sport sports tournament that had different like stations of sports. So they had soccer, um, they had field hockey, they had basketball, and they basically would do this at like um, like an outdoor kind of community center where basically all of these sports would have this tournament the the conference would happen around summertime so they would basically do all these sports outdoors um and it was really nice because again it was a good way to kind of meet other people form relationships um and also giving an incentive for people to kind of play competitively because we would have prizes um and also just kind of you know recognition for the athletes and people who do try their best regardless if they win um so those are like a few tournaments and just different programs hijabi ballers offers across the sector um related to both just like basketball but also just broader right for people that might not want to just play soccer or people who might not just want to play basketball um kind of giving people the option to choose what they kind of like and what kind of suits their interest best that's really cool it seems like they provide a lot of opportunities not just mm -hmm. you know a way to uh make friends and connect and that's mm -hmm. definitely impressive that people have been able to find uh, careers in something they're passionate about through the programs. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. I think that's, that's the best part too, because a lot of times, um, myself and like the, my friends, for example, the people that I know, um, we have been, like, we've been playing our sports for a long time. Um, and so it's kind of been something that's always been incorporated in our identity. Right. Um, but because of that, like, sometimes you forget that because I have the skills, because I've been doing this for a long time, like, I could make something out of this if I choose to, which is something that I feel like we as athletes often forget because we've just been playing it for so long, you know, like it's just always been there. Uh, but it, being able to take that a step further, getting that recognition, getting that certification and then, you know, being able to coach other people. Um, I think that's the fulfilling feeling because now you're able to actually broaden the skills you have to actually help other people and to kind of keep that chain of Muslim women kind of being in sports, being committed to sports, helping other people and not kind of just ending it with you, which is, I think, what hijabi ballers does a really good job at doing. So, That's a great point. Could you tell us a little bit about the uh, the toolkit that you offer? Yes. So Hijabi Ballers basically has a toolkit um, and it, gives, it basically gives resources for um, like it gives resources essentially for other uh, Muslim women to kind of like help them sharpen their skills in di different sports as well as giving them like connections to do so. Um, I think it's really interesting, too, because a lot of times as athletes, like I have the privilege to know a lot of different people in a lot of different sectors in sports. So when it comes to kind of asking questions, networking, um, it just takes a couple people for me to kind of reach out to and help. Uh, but at the same time, like for people who don't kind of have those resources or don't have those connections, the toolkit is kind of there to help them gain a better understanding of the sports that exist for them to coach if they are willing to coach essentially or rather to play in the sport and kind of be aware of what's going on behind the scenes and the logistics of it. Uh, because sometimes like the biggest barrier for people to join a sport is the intimidation aspect of it. 
um you know especially if you're starting like fresh you know you have no experience right like that was me when i first started muay thai like i was like okay this is gonna be this is gonna be interesting right um and being able to kind of take that step forward and be like okay i'm able to understand this is how this 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 and this goes and kind of using resources that are able like that are offered to kind of gain a better understanding if you feel like that's the right sport for you or you know even trying something else and i think it's really interesting too um with athletes especially i feel like we have this perception where it's like if i try something i have to be good at it like it, i have to right it's that i don't even think this is just an athletic thing but i think especially with athletes it's just like 10 times higher um but i think it's like this idea where it's like okay i'm really good at this one sport i'm really good at this one thing if i do this again like I, it has to translate it has to be the same thing which is not like not the case right you all start from somewhere um and that's how you become better and so i think it's really nice the toolkit kind of gives this idea for people and resources for people to kind of have a firm stepping ground um which enables them to like gradually develop the skills to become a great athlete and a great individual overall so so we talked a lot about some of the ways uh, hijabi ballers helps athletes, but what are ways people can help hijabi ballers and help them with their mission? Yeah, that's a really good question. So I definitely think that just obviously supporting um, the programs and supporting our mission can easily be done just by like sharing our events that are going on through our social medias on instagram twitter uh but also doing your best to just turn out you know like we also have fundraising you can donate directly to hijabi ballers on our website but at the same time i definitely think people underestimate the power of just being there right it doesn't have to be physically like obviously if it, if it works for you if you can be there um we have programs that are all around the gta so they're not just centered towards the west end or the east end so it's flexible for people to kind of make time to come out of their day depending on if the program might be near to them right if they live in the west end for example and we're doing something there or vice versa but at the same time i think just being there and using your voice to spread our message through social media or just through your networks um and kind of doing your best to support the athletes right supporting muslim women and kind of using your personal voice right i think it's amplifying the voices that are that are you know that are being told but then also doing your voice to kind your best to be a voice for them and being in alliance to them um so ways that works could be like i mentioned you know going on your social media and kind of spreading the word of you know this is what hijabi ballers is doing or if you know a muslim athlete yourself or even a muslim female she doesn't even have to be an athlete right um that might be interested or you might think would be really good to, you know a good candidate to checking out one of our events kind of relaying that message to her and even if you don't right sometimes i feel like we're a little bit hesitant because it's like i don't know any anyone in my network that relates to x y and z but still being able to push that out there because you never know like you might not know anybody in your network but someone in your network who sees that post who sees that broadcast they might know someone Right. And so it's like because of you doing that, they might be able to see that and then spread the word on. And it kind of leads to this domino effect such that, you know, it's not even just about Muslim women spreading the message, but it's the alliances between Muslim women and other women and other people um, that can really garner this change that allows for more Muslim women to not just be in sports, but to not be hesitant, because I think that's what's really important, too. 
Absolutely. Do you have any prayers you'd like to share with us today or anything else you'd like to discuss while you're on the program? You know what? I do want to say that something that I feel like for me personally as a Muslim woman is I want to just thank, most importantly, God, Allah, for being here. Um, and I want to thank him for allowing me to basically be in a space where I can share my story, but also inspire other people as someone who you know, has been playing sports for a long time. It's one of those things where it's just like you you have so much passion for it that you want other people to have that passion too. And when you see other people there that, you know, have it, but they don't know how to, how to go about actually finding a community that's safe and that has a space for you to grow and be vulnerable um, as an athlete through injuries or whatever the case it is. Um, and I want to thank God, first of all, for allowing me to be a part of the organization and meet the founder, which is so crazy because I'm like a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. I think a lot of people are. Uh, but for me specifically, it's in the sense that I believe that everything that god decreed was situated for it to be at a specific time and to be at a specific reason like literally just talking to you right now is a prime example of that um but also the idea of that i was put on hijabi ballers to be someone that had a mission to help other people and i feel like it's a trust it's interesting in arabic it's the word is called amana which essentially means trust um and i believe that i have an amana a trust from god to fulfill a purpose of me being someone that could help spread the message of you know my identity and my ability to be a sports athlete to kind of advocate for other people um because we see like you know just in the province of ontario um i had the privilege of working with ontario sports network osn um this past year and last year and you know when working with them it was really interesting to kind of see the statistics such that how many girls forget muslim girls just girls in general the the dropout rate right at like before 13 and finding out the reasons as to why so many athletes just drop out of sports it's like one of those things that you know but then once you hear the statistics behind it it's like really disheartening so because of that it's like with that broad group of people right just just boys and girls when you look at it through or it, even like disability uh, those who are disabled youth when you then like take a fraction of those people and you look at muslim muslim women who are who are even more marginalized it's it's even more disheartening to kind of know okay if the statistic is that much for this people what is it for muslim women what is it for muslim youth like what is it for an even smaller proportion of people so um i definitely think that i was set down from god to kind of or not set down rather but i was set um as someone who has a trust from god to be this voice for the voiceless um and to be someone that basically helps other people encourages other people right and it's kind of interesting because i always say this where it's like it's bigger than sports right it's not even just about sports where um i don't want to be this person that feel people only feel like they can understand because i'm an athlete right what about the people who don't play sports who have no interest in athletics or anything related to fitness but it's being able to be that amplification for people to see okay because she did it with her interests i how can i do this for something i'm passionate about whether that be in the arts whether that be in the like the sciences stuff like that um so it's like i feel like even though i have the privilege of being someone to 
you know, represent almost like my sports identity. I also feel like I have this trust to encourage other people to, you know, pursue what they want, regardless of if it has anything to do with sports, right? Being ha- being able to have the confidence to advocate for something that you are passionate about because you feel like there isn't enough representation or support in the community um, to do so. So that's definitely something that I just want to like make a little disclaimer for um that I owe everything to God for to God for being here um in both this interview and like you know this uh, but also just in my respective uh position as an athlete and you know as a member of the organization so. well thank you so much it was amazing having you as a guest today thank you thank you again for allowing me to be here to kind of share my story but also share the story of you know hijabi ballers and kind of why the organization exists and why its message is so so important uh, but it's kind of conversations that are simply just like this that kind of lead for a more domino effect like i said of change and stories to be told that inspire other muslim youth and just muslim women regardless of their age um, to kind of just play and also just be more confident in their muslim identity as an athlete so thank you again Thank you. And thank you for the amazing work that you do. And it was so fun talking with you and hearing all about like Mai Tai and different sports and stuff. It's yeah, appreciate it. It's super cool. (laughs) (laughs) To learn more about hijabi ballers or get involved in their mission, visit www.hijabiballers.com.